Hello and welcome back to Killing the Game with Kelly Cecilia Bright and Genevieve Marie Spear. A little full name action. Full name and I'm going to do it. I know we don't do this usually. We usually keep them waiting. But we got Chelsea Lynn Lee. Lynn? It's Lee, but close. Chelsea Lee Skrepinek on the show. Um, she's going to come back a little bit later and we're going to talk about life after sports. Something that Chelsea's an expert in. And, um, but yeah, but first, Kelly, tell me about, tell me about Tom. Not your dad. No, not my dad. Not my dad. No. Or my brother. Um, Tom Brady. There's today, I think I read at least 25 different reports, different statements about where Tom Brady's going. And none of them came from Tom Brady or his agent. So I'm just going to try and stay optimistic. I might have to stay off Twitter. Might have to block the name Brady from my timeline. Hold up. I mean, I'm getting nervous. I'm not going to lie. I'm getting nervous, but we'll see what happens. Honestly. No, it's like the LeBron disease. Yeah. We're waiting. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's staying in Cleveland. No, not even like two years ago. I'm like, he's staying. He's not going to L.A. And then he did, but then I'm not surprised. No, see, you, you followed LeBron to L.A. Do I follow Brady? How could goes? you not, Kelly? I, <sighs> I think I think I'd have to cheer for two teams. Like oh, Brady's yeah. Brady's team no, and the because, Patriots. Yeah, no, for sure. I I could never but cheer. I, still I could root never for the Cavs, root for sure. Exactly. Like I could never root against the Patriots. I could never root against Brady. Mm-hmm. So even if they, if even he was on like the Giants, which is never gonna happen, but I'd have to, I'd have to Hold root on. for him. Hot take. Where's he going? All right, I'm gonna say Patriots because I don't want to screw myself over and get it right. Um, if I said something else, if it's not the Patriots, I'm thinking the Raiders. Okay. All right. Yep. Common belief. I like that. Yeah, common belief. Like not very hot take, but pretty pretty cold take. But LeBron. Is he t- is he getting the is he taking the team to the ship? No question. No. Not since August did I question that. Oh my God, they're winning in five. In five really? against who doesn't matter. Hopefully the Celtics. I hope the Celtics in personally. Five. Wow, Jason Tatum, give him a good fight. They didn't mm-hmm. have Kemba, two point game, not bad. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, LeBron outscoring Zion, a great mm, game to watch. True. But that it was a crazy statistic. Did you see like about Michael Jordan? Yes. What? Give, give the people the statistic if you know it. Okay. All right. Hopefully, I get this right. But they combined for sixty nine points. Yes. Um, LeBron and Zion. So LeBron had forty of them, and <laughs> Zion had twenty nine, and um, Zion's nineteen. Right. Yep. Nineteen. LeBron's thirty five. That shows you. And when Kobe and MJ played each other. A 35-year-old MJ and a 19-year-old Kobe combined for 69 points as well. Love the way the world works. Sometimes. I posted that on my story. Someone replied. All they replied was, ha-ha, 69. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> it's more than not 69. what we're focused on. It's so much more than that. Still oh, my funny, God. So many stats coming out. Now. Sabrina. Yes. Oh, Whoa. Greatest to ever do it in college basketball. 2,000 points, 1,000 assists, 1,000 rebounds. That's insane. It's amazing. But you know what's insane in a bad way is the fucking comments. Oh, Oh my! On and ESPN's you know, post. you know, you see the comments, like you see the, pre- you just know they're coming. Oh, a thousand sandwiches made in the kitchen. Yeah, like what? Oh, it's Bro, girls' like, basketball. I can't wait till that's. I'm changed. sorry. The people that comment those are overweight white males, overweight white males sitting in their living room doing absolutely nothing with their lives. Those are the people that are commenting. That. I'm gonna say this now, and I mean it. If you commented that, come see me, and we'll have a talk. Maybe more than that, but like, c- come on. There's no reason to do- be doing that. And today. That's not the only thing we're going to talk about, but Chelsea Lee Skrepinek is one of the best people right now to follow on Twitter. Oh, yes. Um, 
If you, if you don't follow her already, <laughs> Scrap Throat. Scrap on Throat. Twitter. Not a huge plug. No better name. No better person. No better content than Scrap Throat. She let me. She had this tweet. We're gonna get into it later, but it went viral, and it went viral for a good reason. I don't want to give anything away, but oh yeah, no, we'll get into it. But you guys are really popping my ego right now. No, but you <laughs> deserve it, guys. Chelsea, okay. Can we intro Chelsea a let's, little bit? Let's, let's give Chelsea an intro. All right. Chelsea, a.k.a. Scrap, a.k.a. The Goat, um, graduated from Fordham University last year. Stats out of this world. Like, I was gonna, they're impressive, I'm not going to lie, but we were talking before this. The numbers just don't matter, they don't matter. when it comes to Chelsea. They really, they really if don't. If you meet her, you know. That your heart is immediately affected. That girl looks at you in your eyes and says something. You go to war for you her. You, it. it does not matter she, what she just said. She could say baked potato, and I'd be like, okay, I'm in. Like I'm uh, in. I'll do. I'll get you a baked potato. Whatever, whatever you, you want. She wrote me a letter on a napkin oh, last God. year, and I still have that napkin. A napkin. Uh-huh. I still have it, and I read it sometimes when I'm sad. It's it makes me feel better. No, best one of the best leaders, competitors, role models I've ever met. She comes up at practice. She graduated. Comes up at practice. I'm gonna say once a week, but it's way more than that. Oh yeah, almost every day. Almost every day. Just a life changing person. Life changing in the best possible way, and yeah. we're so so happy to have her on the show. Yeah. Um, Chelsea's out in um, Michigan right now. She's going to law school, and um, yeah, she's really adjusting to life after college sports. Yeah. Not only is she studying law, she's also studying JAG. She's in the army. She was commissioned second lieutenant U.S. Army when she graduated here so really proud of her for that and chelsea we're really excited to have you on the show it is an honor two of my favorite people in the entire world and it's funny because you guys sit here and talk about how great of a leader i am how much I impact your life but at the end of the day if it wasn't for you guys i wouldn't have the opportunity to do half the things that i have um so i already cried i'm crying me man like trust me it goes absolutely both ways how, how are you after i know you're not you're away from softball you're in grad school. How's life? Be honest. Um, it's getting better, uh, slowly but surely. Law school definitely doesn't help. Um, I'll tell you that right now. But it is what it is. At least I, I definitely am grinding, which is nice. More in the classroom, though, which literally sucks. Like, <laughs> you don't realize how much you hate and love, you know, just, like, getting up at 6 a.m. and, like, seeing Legit. people that you like versus just going to school, like, Mm-hmm. All my friends are at school. Like the first two months, I didn't even have like friends because I didn't know to like stay after class and talk to people. Like it's almost yeah. like that mentality. You just go to class real quick. Usually leave early because you're about to catch a flight to go to practice, and then just go about your day. And I did that for the first two months, and then I was like, "Wait, I have no friends." Damn. So then I started to kind of get out of my comfort zone and like go to go to class and like talk to people in the morning and not have my headphones in or stay a little bit after class and talk to people and realize that school wasn't just school, but it was also like my socialization for the day. Right. Like um, you don't have that team aspect either. No, you got, I mean, obviously I don't have any family in Michigan. I just live with myself and <laughs> I have my dog. Oh, um, shout so out I, I'm the cutest dog I've ever oh, seen. Oh, shout out to Rossi because oh. honestly, I don't know if I would survive. Wow. Um, but it's definitely been an adjustment. It's kind of nice that softball season's rolling around because I, I watch all of your guys' games. Obviously, half of them are on live stats, which which sucks. Like live <laughs> they stats suck. are terrible. But um, I got to stream a couple. You know, pay the. F- okay, by the way, guys, I didn't realize that people actually pay to watch our games in the preseason. That's insane. Um, I paid for your games. I paid like seven dollars for twenty four hours, and I was like, all right, according to my calculation, each of you should be getting like fifteen cents or so. It was something like that. And revenue like, sport, baby. Revenue cents. sport. Unreal. Unreal. But uh, wow. it's been rough. But. 
surviving. Survive. At least softball season's coming around, so that's, that's nice. No, yeah, I feel yeah. And, like, bro, I remember over the summer we saw each other. Shout out the Broyles. They hosted us in New Jersey. Great day. Oh, the best. But great family. Great people. Great family. Love, love them. Great sandwiches. Um, great environment. Everything was great. Mm-hmm. But this one moment, we're great. driving back, and I'm sorry, I'm going to expose you, bro. You broke down. Oh, expose me, man. I, hey, I'm not ashamed that I tried. No, you, you shouldn't be. But, like, you broke down. You're like, damn, this is the last time I'm going to be seeing you guys for a while. Like, it's going to be a whole new chapter of your life. And... Like you said, you're starting to watch our games and stuff. So how have you found ways to still be involved, but not too much, like still know that that part of your life playing right now is kind of behind you, but you're still finding ways to be in law- involved and positive about that? Um, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably say at least once or twice a week, I still have a moment and I'm like, damn, it's over. And I will rewatch videos on YouTube. I will look up pictures and videos nights I can't sleep. Mostly, a lot of it, like the not sleeping has a lot to do with the fact that we didn't really get to play our championship game last year. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have felt that. I've had that feeling because it's really, I can't even really describe it, but just this feeling when you win for the first like 12 seconds, you literally don't breathe. Mm. And you just like, I just cry, like cry tears of joy. And I just remember my freshman, sophomore year feeling that junior year and then my senior year I already knew what it felt like but I just wanted to be able to give like the to last, my freshman right. what my seniors gave to me and the feeling that I didn't not that we you know we aren't the champions because we are but it's not really it's, the ring's cool that you know having the banners up it's cool it, that's mostly cool to everybody else but the real deal is the feeling like mm-hmm. that feeling for 12 seconds where nothing else matters and then you hop back on that bus feeling high on life you know, and you watch your selection show, and you're just like, you know, the queen of the the queens of the eight mm-hmm. Just um, did that. So that I yeah. that I legitimately lose sleep about. Now it's nobody's fault. It's not my fault. Um, I, I'm not guilty over it, but I do lose sleep definitely about that. Now the weird thing is, I could watch softball, and it's really like I watch you guys play. At first, it's a little weird, but it's not doesn't really make me feel some type of way. Versus, I can't play it anymore. Yeah, I was gonna ask. So do you I ever like swing? Do you ever throw with anyone? Yeah, so after, you know, we lost, we, I graduated. I went and played two tournaments with uh, just like a travel team as a fill Shout out the Stars and, and Stripes. Or what are they? Strikes and Stripes. Strikes and Stripes. Strikes and Stripes, yes. <laughs> big shout out, big shout big out. Big shout out. Um, but they're yes. a good travel team out of NEPA. And I played with them for just a tournament or two. And I was like, I wasn't even depressed yet. I just gotten done. You know, I just graduated. Mm-hmm. I was like high on life. I just finished chapter of my life. And I hated every second of it. It just wasn't. You go from playing, you know, at Washington with a sold-out stadium, yeah. you know, against some you of make the best a sick-ass catch in center field that should have went viral. Oh, easily so top I'm, ten, I, easily top ten play. I'm so I'm just so mad we didn't beat them. But regardless, um, mm-hmm. so you know, you go from playing there, and then now you're on a backfield, you know, on field six in the corner where there's college coaches watching and obviously, you know, you're, you have no pressure, which is weird, you know, <laughs> yeah. and you're just like playing to play. And I'm not, I'm not saying some people really do play for the love of the game. And that is so hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. Not because I don't love softball, but I love it so much that playing at a level that doesn't give it like the utmost respect to me, like the level that we have played at is almost like not playing it. Right. Like there's all. no ultimate goal that you're, fighting right for. right it's not even necessarily yeah like the, the purpose i guess is, is there's lacking for sure but it's more or less just the idea that well i've played you know the highest level of softball and this is what it looks like to me 
and now to come back here and make myself play a game that this is not this is my my game at 12 you mm-hmm. not when I finish my career so it's very hard for me to make that connection now maybe one day I will and I'll be able to play beer league softball when I'm 40 but right now I just know for sure like you now I can play catch in the backyard I can hit a couple of softballs but to actually play competitively like between the lines there's this dis- disconnect for me in terms mm-hmm. of I can't find that love in the same atmosphere of of not like wanting to give 110 percent because you know this is my team these are my girls we spend every minute together so just this weird like you think softball is always like the same for you but you realize how much the game grows as you get older as you get you know to different levels and how much you grow with it uh just it's it's really it's kind of amazing it's it's really amazing like you'll see it one day and you'll be like wow and then it's over and you're now you're like well now what mm-hmm. you know like, what am i supposed to grow with now because you you've kind of outgrown the game and some people play forever. I just it, It's crazy to me because I thought I'd be one of those people. And, and now that it hits me, I'm like, no, I, I'm not going to be. Now, maybe I, I really want to coach, but not to play. I, I feel like I'm doing a disservice to the game uh-huh. by feeling the way that I do if I play, you know, and I don't feel the same passion or, or purpose or competitiveness because of, you know, where I just came from. Um, but, yeah, it's a really weird thing because I thought for sure I'd be like, the 60-year-old beer league center fielder <laughs> that played until yeah. my knees gave out, you uh-huh. know, and I'm not going – I just can't. Do you, find, do you, do you think eventually well. you'll find that in something – another part of your life, like that type of passion? I mean, I do have – I do definitely have passions besides softball, um, but I don't think I'll ever find something that will shape and form me the way that the game has, especially when I was in college. More than that, I mean, softball was kind of like, you know, the little gateway to get to college. I get to college, and then it's four years of just, I mean, I was a night and day person, let alone softball ability, let alone character, let alone drive, let alone anything. And for me, college, you know, people say college is a scam, like, with money and stuff like that. And for me, when I think about that, you know, like, I'm still in college debt. And I think about it and I'm like, okay, I guess you could call it a scam because it costs you money. And like, it's just an education that you're not necessarily going to make a trillion dollars off of, but the amount of character building and, and, uh, you know, like just about the way I grew as a person, it's, you, you can't spend any amount of money on that and it not be worth mm-hmm. it, you know? And so that's, that's what it was for me more than anything. It's like, now that I step back and what's weird is I'm in law school. Oh, everyone's like, Oh, you're in law school. That must be so hard. And I'm like, yeah, it's hard, but I think not playing softball is a hell of a lot harder. Yeah. So I really don't think I'm ever going to go through something as hard as this. Um, I mean, I, there may be other things in different aspects of life, obviously, as you get older, but in terms of actually feeling like you gave something your all and it's it's now time to hand over the torch and move on, um, you know, it's, it's a weird thing. I think the thing I – kind of struggle with the most is a lack of purpose as a person um because you go from being you know freshman in college you're just trying to get used to the ropes listen to your seniors listen to your upperclassmen listen to everything you have around you sophomore now you're you know trying to feel everything out getting the, the used to the way things work thinking about how you would do things differently when you're when you're an, uh, an upperclassman and then you have your junior senior year which i absolutely love mm-hmm. um i love every second of it i just love you know being around people uh, that wanted to listen to you and being able to not only, you know, help girls in the, in the softball aspect, but just like life, making sure that people didn't make the same stubborn mistakes I made when I was 18 years old. Um, so that was what I loved most. And then, so you have that for two years and you flourish and you love it. And then you go, you know, for me, it was going to law school. Mm-hmm. 
four out of the six other seniors that was going to a job. And, I mean, I walk into law school, and now I'm just your average Joe. <laughs> you know, I went from four-time A-10 champs to, oh, you're just another law school student, take a seat, grab a card, Damn. sit down, and shut up. Ow. And that's when it gets real weird because, I mean, obviously, I, as as a person, I feel like I have a huge advantage from playing Division One athletics. And what, everything that Fordham has given me, everything my teammates have given me, everything my coaches have given me has been I don't think anything else can compare. Anyone can come to me and say, I, I have had more developments than you, and I'm, I'm going to say you're, you're a liar. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you get put in a new environment now where none of it really matters mm-hmm. uh, to anybody else. Like, you know, pe- some people don't even know. It, I mean, obviously, I'm in a very academic setting, so I don't have a ton of sports fans in my classes, that's for sure. <laughs> so sad. Um, or professors. Damn. I mean, these are I'm, I'm with, like, a bunch of intellects, which I'm just the – the girl jock in the back uh, who, who <laughs> snuck her way into law school. But it's just very weird to be around a group of people that not only that they don't, like, you know, respect me or anything like that. It, it has nothing to do with, you know, people not liking me or anything like that because I'm an athlete or things like that um, that you kind of see in the workforce maybe a little bit more when they're like, oh, you played Division One softball. What else did you do? And they mm-hmm. kind of don't get that, like the level of intensity of what it, it means to really say you did that. Wow, I don't yeah. really get that necessarily in law school. But at the same time, it's just, it's me and my dog and, and a bunch of books. And it's just like, how do I go from, you know, I'll, I'll get time hopped all the time. How do I go from last last year, this around this time I was in the preseason, like living my dream into now, you know, I'm looking forward to Friday because I only have work and not class. And I, you know, get to go out for a beer and ice cream. It's just like, how is this my life now? Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that I'm, I'm You're legally not gone. happy, but... Yeah, it just gets to the point where it is definitely – I was depressed for a while. You know, the first couple of months, I think also too it was an adjustment. I moved to a whole different state. Yeah, I don't know anybody. Cold. I still don't know any people in Michigan. So, like, yeah, I just – I kind of, you know, at Fordham, too, freshman year, it's hard. It's just mm-hmm. hard to adjust anywhere. Um, it was definitely a little bit easier for law school just because I kind of knew it wasn't a matter of figuring out who I was. It was just, you know, figuring out how to make it work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the lack of purpose is really what – Gets me. I think if I was, if I had gone straight into the army, like a lot of my friends, I wouldn't have really struggled that much with that. Yeah. Um. So I think it it kind of happens for a reason because it's not something like a lack of purpose isn't something that people usually struggle with. Um. It's not something I anticipated. So at least really? now I kind of have that idea of kind of how to deal with it, how to find new ways, new things to do, or maybe you know just realize it's okay to like sit down and read books all day. And this is where you are right now. You're not going to do this forever. Just like you're not gonna play softball forever. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, oh the lack God. of purpose is real. Yeah, but lack. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that, or like try to find something to give them that purpose. And like, bro, you're one of the best to ever do it. And like, your purpose was so obvious when you were here. Like, not only were you like winning us games, but you were helping people. And Kelly and I were just talking about like the millions of moments that you like just made us feel like so good, and like we could be like you or like do anything. And, I mean, you say lack of purpose, but, like, we see you on Twitter. I just talked to you. So, I mean, have you found new ways to be in the softball community um, but still, like, even if you're not on the accept field. your new role as a law school student? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, I try to reach out to all of you guys as, as much as I can. Um, but at the same time, still kind of be on the outside. Like, I don't want to know everything, but I want to know about you. You know what I mean? I don't – don't tell me all the team drama and, you know – it, you know, I, I know I definitely know my bounds in terms of that for sure. But at the same time, I I definitely want you guys to know that I'm just because I'm not there anymore does not mean that our friendship ends. Like it, 
you know, you guys looked at me as, you know, your captain and your leader, but more importantly, I'm like one of your sisters for life. And mm -hmm. I don't want it to ever people to ever think that just because softball's over, you know, like I'm going to stop reaching out or I'm going to stop being here for you. Or I don't, that'll just, never happen. As much as you, but as much as you guys think that I help you, like I, I still turn to you guys for a lot of things on a lot of different topics um, in terms of like just advice or like, you know, the, it's crazy to me how at Fordham, like you have so many different teammates that are just gr grown and bred in so many different ways. Yeah. That it's like very easy to call you guys and get a quick perspective that I can't maybe see for myself. Yeah, um, so true. But in terms of the softball community, I mean, law school for me, it's literally prison, but it's a fun prison. So <laughs> fun prison. Work. Um, it's a fun that prison. sounds like a 6 a.m. workout. <laughs> yeah, you just read, you just, you just do a lot of work. But my thing for me is the only way my whole like new passion, and I, it's not always a passion when I was obviously a student athlete as well. Um, but the NCAA and just uh -huh. like their bylaws and their rules and their contract laws. You and, and come all of that. after the NCAA, and that's that's kind of what yeah, made I you want to be I, a lawyer, right? A little bit. Right, exactly. Um, big time because I knew, unfortunately, knowledge is power. You just gotta have the knowledge. I'm not any Albert Einstein by any means, but you can <laughs> literally go to any type of school you want. You, you can go to medical school and not be that, not have the highest IQ, but as long as you work hard and and you just put the time in, you may not have the best grades, but you'll have passing grades. So for me, I, I'm not super passionate about being necessarily in law school or a lawyer per se, but I know that is the per avenue se. to take or the passion of not taking down the NCAA. I use it as like my catchphrase. I'm taking down the NCAA. But no, I don't want to take the NCAA down. Improving it. A, a multitude of, of opportunities, but mm -hmm. correct, yeah. Improve what has already happened because you just, as much as the NCAA has grown, and we can't even see it because we didn't see them develop, but um, – as much as they have grown, the rights of athletes are just getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and that doesn't really seem to make sense. Wow. Um, and then, you you know, you go and talk about money. And, the, and I'm, not, I'm not saying athletes should get paid. All I'm saying is, you know, the last time they published their numbers was in 2017, and they were making over $13 billion. I just want to know how, no matter what sport it is, there's not a single team that's all on full rides, number one. And mm. why aren't we putting everyone on a full ride for every sport, revenue producing or not, if we're making yeah. that much money as a nonprofit? That's my thing. Don't pay us. That's fine. Don't pay us. Give us free food yeah. and pay for our education. True. That's all. Simple if you're making, enough. If it's you that are making that much money, that's all you can do. Uh -huh. um, and then you're going to have the sports like football, basketball, um, hockey makes some money that, that are actually revenue producing. And they're going to argue, well, we wake up, make all the money. And you know, unfortunately for them, there's really no other way to do it to keep it an amateur sport right now that I you could think of besides paying them. Um, so the next best thing is they're going to keep making more money and more money and more money. So right now, why don't we just give everyone a full ride? Right. At least put it back it. into the school. And I'm not even, yeah. Exactly. I'm not even talking division one, division two, you know, division three. It's not just division one. All three divisions, if you have the money to do it, do it. Yeah. So, you true. know, and I know division two, division three gets a little sticky because they're, they're not, they only have so many athletic scholarships. They may not even have athletic mm -hmm. ones, but then fine. Improve their facilities. Give them free food. You can give them free food, you know? Yeah. And then then when that happens and everyone and, – and, and we figure out the money situation, then let's talk about light, uh, health insurance and, and how Whoa. we're going to – like, I just don't understand how we have two years after we graduate to get a surgery when I guarantee you probably all of us will be getting shoulder replacements by age four. It's just going to happen. Obviously. Like, no, it's sad, it's, but true, yeah. It's, it's, there's literally science, and they want to talk about science. So you don't want to pay athletes. You don't want to give me a full ride. You don't want to pay for my food. But look at science and how playing a division, any Division One sport, obviously football being by far the worst, you age your body by, like, years and years and years at a time. 
I'm pretty sure it's like four or five years per one year you play. That's how much you age your body. Wow. So if you want to make money off of me and not not pay me, mm-hmm. don't give me a full ride and don't give me food, at least give me health insurance. Yeah, be there for me. No, so true. And right, like take care of the athletes. Uh, that yeah. you're, yep, that are taking care of you. Yeah, that we, you're that you're already exposing. You're already exposing a bunch of these athletes, and now you're not you're not even going to give them health insurance. That's how, you're talking basic necessities. Basic necessities, such fact. And like, I love for you coming at them because there's so much things people don't even realize. Like people hear, oh, you shouldn't pay athletes. You should pay athletes. Yada yada. But there's so much more to it, and you're learning that. You're hitting the books, and that's sick. And I mean, got another question. This one's going to be a softball for you. Softball question oh for you, Chelsea. <laughs> I hope you're ready. Not I, who am I taking this year? What did you just What'd say? You, say? Are you guys to ask me who I'm going to take this year. In the no, 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 no. No, like no. a softball question. No, like, it's an easy one. Yeah, Don't worry. I'm going to throw you a softball oh, here, right. Chelsea. Okay. An easy question. Tell me about your experience in class, your teacher saying that, and you tweeted getting cat fucking Osterman to like that tweet. Viral. Chelsea's having a viral tweet. She emails her professor this essay. Chelsea, tell the people. Tell the people what happened. All right. So I'm sitting in class. I was actually in uh, criminal law, which I love criminal law. It's one of my favorite classes. Yeah. And the professor's awesome, and she's a female. She's great. She's still a practicing attorney. Uh, I'm obviously not going to say her name because I don't don't want to you know call people out but she, she's a great <laughs> professor and i love her i still yeah. love her um and i i'm sitting in class and she we're, we're looking at a, a statute and she's like basically saying this is an easy answer um because it's in the, the answer is in the statute which you know isn't is not always the case and so she goes here's a softball question for you and at first i'm like she just said softball like and so you've heard the saying like here's a soft baseball question you, which I'm not from Chicago, so I don't really use that thing, but apparently oh. they use it a little bit in the Midwest. Soft so they baseball. Say, Here's a soft ball, like a, so- a soft, like an adjective for the word ball. Oh, so they okay. Don't necessarily, but when they say it, they say it like softball because you, you wouldn't say, here's a soft ball question for you. You say, here's uh-huh. a softball question for you. Uh-huh. So she said it like the word softball. I don't think she meant the game necessarily, but she's not a sports fan. Mm. So she said it, and I'm like, and I'm kind of, like, sitting back taking my little notes. Like, you know, you're kind of just in your little group. And I, like, sat up and I was like, oh, my God, she just said that. She And there was, like, five minutes. She the went there. I was like, she just said that. And so I'm like, I am, like, my body, you know, when you start to get angry and your body starts to get, like, heat, <laughs> hot. Like, you feel, like, heat coming. Chelsea's veins popping out of her neck. Yeah, you're in a setting where you can't, like, you know, you're at law school. You can't, you can't mess around there. And so, so I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So... <laughs> Class is still going on. I take out my phone and I immediately tweet it. Immediately. No. Because when, like, I'm like, I need to get this out somehow. And the only other person that I could, I could even text about this is Maria, who's in class as well. Shout out, Maria like, right, Tribal. Maria Tribal, love her. Shout out to Maria. I love Maria. Oh. Um, but so I'm like, I got to tweet this. So I tweet it. And, you know, I got a couple likes first. I really wasn't, you know, on my phone all that much. Um, and then. I'm thinking after class, I, I went to work and I work in the career service office and I'm always like on emails and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? Like I should send her an email. I'm like, I should yeah, really send why an email. Not? And I'm like, and I'm like, but you're in law school, Chelsea. Like, first of all, you don't want to burn a bridge. Secondly, like, will you get called in the Dean's office? Maybe. Is it um, worth can it? You really afford- yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you really afford to, to kind of do this? And I was like, screw it. Like I'm doing mm-hmm. it. So, you know, I sit down, and I knew the first thing that popped my mind was the sports science video. Every softball yeah. player knows the sports oh, science oh, video. Iconic. I've seen it at least 200 times. Exactly. Exactly. So I start typing out this little email. I'm talking about 10 minutes. 
And I'm like thinking like, all right, I'm trying to think from her perspective, like besides the term softball as in like slow pitch. Now, if she would say there's a slow pitch question for you, I would totally get the reference. But I'm like, she's using this term and I don't even, she didn't even do it with the intent of meaning that. But the word means that. It's, yeah. a, it's a woman's sport. Like there's no question about that. So she didn't have the intent to do it. I mean, maybe she did, but I doubt it. I mean, I just, I doubt it. Not as a female in a female lawyer. I just, I, I highly doubt it. Um, but when I tweeted it, a lot of the responses had to do, oh, they were all men that were negative. Um, and they were all like, find something else to rant about or no. they were like cloud they emojis had... or no. but just like all of this stuff. And I answered a few of them um, that were talking about, they're like, you can't assume someone's intent, you know, from their words. And I'm like, this isn't a, you're missing this isn't the like point at that point. If that's the argument yeah, you're like, making, you're it's, just it's going I'm, right I'm over here. I'm literally just making a statement that the words that we use in everyday life they perpetuate certain things, and this just happened to be a word yes. that was used in the presence of a softball player. Uh huh. So of course I'm. I didn't take it offensively. People think I'm like buttered about it. You know, I'm not buttered. No. I'm just saying is every single day we talk about how there's a pay gap and how yeah. Um women do the same job as men and like you see it now especially on like ESPN with like the reporters and stuff um and how you know they don't get paid the same whatever and I'm like that's a very simple catchphrase that people use all the time and they don't think about it mm-hmm, right. so if you don't think about it and you're constantly perpetuating this idea that you may not even agree with then of, of course I'm going to call you out right and so the more you call it out the more other people are going to see that and change their ways it, well exactly and I think that people I think, to be honest, like, she didn't answer me, the email, and I thought she definitely no. would. Um, wow, like, that's interesting. Maria, so, not that Michigan State is, like, you know, not it's just not Fordham. Like, you can't just uh-huh. kind of wear whatever you want. Like, I don't have the same style I did in New York City. I don't wear <laughs> the same things. I don't talk the same way. I, I'm very careful about my choice of words sometimes. Versus at Fordham, you can kind of just do whatever you want. In New York City, you, you can do whatever you want. Um, but... So I was very, very specific in the way I worded the email, and I thought for sure she'd respond because you would think she'd be like, oh, I absolutely didn't mean that. You know, I appreciate you bringing that to my attention so that I don't use that phrase. And I would be like, all right, great. Like, I did the, I did a good thing. And then she doesn't answer, and I'm like, okay, so she's either, you know, she's probably pissed. Um, or she just really doesn't care. And that's, that's the thing that bothered me is I'm like, if she really doesn't care, it's like, like, come Not on. Not that everyone has to be passionate about the same thing, but any female that has a job in a male-dominated field exactly. has to care. Exactly. And she and probably has experienced that, too. I can't lie. You know, like, at law school, as a lawyer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And my other thing is, if it was a male, I know damn well he would have responded. And yes. then, like, I'm so sorry that you felt that way. And I'm, my thing is, like, people are like, oh, these millennials and think always feeling offended. I'm not offended. I'm simply saying, when we... Now, if you would have brought up, I don't know, I'm trying to think of another term that is, is not used anymore besides like racism terms you know where you weed them out of the language because they're offensive to groups of people mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah so it's like it's like when you i remember as a kid you say gay all the time like oh that's so gay people don't really say that anymore yes and it's changed Why don't it's had to that? change because over time people find it offensive gay exactly. means happy there's two there's two meanings to the word if people don't say that or most people don't say that or the word retarded people don't say that because there's a connotation to it whether the word means the right thing or not there's a connotation to it that oppresses a group of people. Exactly. Or oppresses a type of person or oppresses a job they do. Mm-hmm. So why would, you, why would you not want someone to help you with your own vernacular in order to, you know, not subconsciously oppress people? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not everyone's going to agree with your opinion. And it, 
that's the fun part is I'm happy some people don't agree because then it gives me the opportunity to say instead of getting angry like, that's the problem I think with a lot of people and their message is they give you know they give their message across to people and then someone doesn't understand it or they just don't like it and the immediate reaction is to get angry and explain to them why they're wrong that they sh- they should like it where as opposed to you know what I I appreciate that you have a different opinion and I appreciate you listening to mine and that's all right you know you you it's your right to have your own opinion and I'm just happy that now you know my perspective so that way when you meet somebody and they don't have the same perspective as you, it's not, oh, we're completely different people. It's, oh, I understand why right. you think that way. And maybe maybe I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll think that way too one day. But I think once people have a certain viewpoint, it's very hard to kind of develop and maybe change. Not because that's the right or wrong thing, but because you just develop a little bit more, maybe you realize you agree with that a little bit more. But I just think there's this idea that, God forbid, you know, we say the word softball. It's offensive to everybody. Like, no. It's just... You're going to try to move. You're not giving due respect. In any way. Uh-huh. Yeah, in, in any way you can possible. I mean, women grab anything. Like, Title IX didn't happen that long ago. Right. You know, and it's like, people think that it's all, we all have equal rights. It's, it's all equal. No, it's not. And everyone knows that. Yeah. And I just, it, it's just, it's a simple thing that you can do every day that takes 10 minutes to, to talk to somebody and say, hey, I usually like understand what you're saying when you say that. Like, whether it be a term softball or anything. You know, like that's like the term female athlete. Mm-hmm. Don't call me a female athlete. I'm a student athlete. No such thing as a female athlete. And it's not the term female. Like, I feel like when people say female, I'm like, just don't. Don't put it in front of the word. Please don't. Yeah, female like, sports what? broadcaster, female whatever. Same thing with Why? race, too. Oh, like a, a black doctor. It's not, no, no, you're a doctor. Right. You're yeah. a doctor. Why do we have to have these connotations before words? And that's just the, the whole thing was just a simple act, of, uh, an easy act that took – minutes out of my day and it seems like that that, that you're gonna a it like draws you more towards your passions and b it, it helps you spread the word and it's just simple it's just simple things it's everyday things people think you have to have this big social media following and have like these giant like weekly you know podcasts or posts or whatever it is that's like no not necessarily you don't have the time for that number one number two you got to make money somehow and i'm sure that's not going to be it and number three it's everyday life it's the people that you don't know mm-hmm. and you tell them that and they're like, wow, like that person literally just came up to me and tell me that maybe I'll think about that because when you don't know somebody and then somebody, you know, that you don't know it's comes up to you and says something, you're like, whoa, it had to be, it had to be that, yeah, it had to be that bad that they had to come up and say that, you know, so maybe it had you think a little bit more versus someone you follow on social media because you align with whatever they think, of course you're going to listen to them. Honestly. No, yeah, Honestly. I hear you. Yeah. And that, that whole, it definitely got me fired up. I was thinking about that for days. No, I mean, it was worth it. Like, clearly, there was a lot of, uh, there were negative responses, but there was also, obviously, a lot of positive responses. Oh, there were so many positive responses, so many. And I honestly had, you know, a lot of guys, too. Like, it wasn't just, like, just female softball players. Um, a couple different, like, organizations, a couple different, you know, teams. Um, women's soccer tweeted at me after. It was I love their tweet. I was like, oh, my God, it, it was so sweet. Um, women's like, sport there were women. quite a few people that. Yeah, there were there were quite a few people that said like don't say um, don't apologize at the end of the the email, you know, uh, and I was just like, you know, I didn't when I was writing and I was just trying to be as modest and humble as possible because it's very easy, especially you know, a lot of lawyers have a chip on their shoulder, but to come across as like me throwing my opinions at this this lady, you know, this professor, um, in a way that you know, because when you throw your opinions at people, they just immediately don't want to listen to you. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure she knew it was in a way that hey. I'm not saying, like, I'm, the, I'm not what I say is right. I'm just saying this is how it affects 
a certain group of people. And I, I hope you think about that. Honestly, I feel you. And I mean, speaking of being modest and humble, that was something you definitely were not when it came to sandwiches. My bro got double meat on anything. I know I'm switching up a lot, but we got to wrap it up here. We got other people coming in the studio, but we wanted to end with a little spear speed round. And I want you, I'm going to go through a couple different meats and I want you to keep picking your favorite until we have a winner. All right. It's that simple. You got it. That simple. And okay. All right. I'm going to get it. I can never be vegetarian. (laughs) Okay. First we got ham or fancy ham prosciutto. Ham. Ham. Classic. Ham, roast beef. Ham. Ham, sliced chicken. Ham. Ham or salami. Ham. And finally, the showdown of all showdowns, ham or turkey. Turkey's a little bit too high in sodium sometimes, so I'm going to have to go with ham. Ham, bring home the bacon, baby. All right, here's the we got to feed some to Rossi. Oh, Rocket loves ham. Honey ham is really where I'm jamming. Honey oh, ham is the obviously. best. Honey that's not even a question. If you would have said steak, I would have dropped everything. It, that's steak. why I couldn't put in there. I knew it was she, obvious. Yeah, it was too yeah, easy. You, too knew, easy. you knew damn well that any time, anything, I would, I would trade anything for a steak. <laughs> All right, so, true. Tell, so there you got it. Ham, obviously the supreme lunch meat, dinner meat, whatever meat. Chelsea, thank you so much. Dinner meat. Dinner okay. meat? Is that a thing? No. Chelsea, thank you so much for coming on the show. Obviously, love you. Miss you. Wish we could talk wish more, Wish we could bro. talk more. And also, uh, wish we could talk to Ratsy Tatsy. Best dog ever. Her. I know. Ratsy's shown there for and she's been a good girl. Oh, she's Aww. the best. She's the best. And you're the uh, best, I know. I love you guys. Appreciate you, as, as always. I love your, your freaking podcast. I'll keep it every week. Um, kick ass next weekend. I'll, I'll talk to you before then. <laughs> You're the best, Chelsea. Love you so much, Chelsea. I love you. All right, I love you guys. So we just had Chelsea on, one of our best friends. Oh, my gosh. Love, wish we could have her talk even longer. We probably could have done a three-hour episode with her. No, it's it's crazy. Easily. That girl, like, story's out the wazoo. <laughs> out the wazoo. <laughs> There's an expression right there. That's the expression. No, yeah, it was amazing. It's always so nice to talk to her, put things in perspective, get a little motivation. Um, and, yeah, I mean, hear about her life. Um Get some advice. If you guys ever need entertainment, anything, you go to Scrap Throw on Twitter. You you, will, you could DM her. She'll probably spark. You will a not be disappointed, and you won't de- be disappointed. I mean, she talks about football, obviously women's sports, softball. Sometimes just random things about life. She'll see a oh, tweet, yeah. make some comment. It's hilarious. It's the best. But you know, after college, I'm glad. I'm glad we're still living in it. God, we're still getting player sport. I mean, you heard Chelsea talk about it. Make sure if you're an athlete right now, you make the most of it. Appreciate where you what's going on right now because, like you heard from Scrap, I mean, it all it's gonna it's gonna end soon. Not not soon, but it's gonna end eventually, and you're gonna miss it. So definitely make the most of the opportunities you have in front of you. Yeah, and thank you all for listening again. I mean, we're so grateful to have you, and we're so grateful to have these great guests on. We got more content coming out next week. We hope you guys listen. Accept the moment, enjoy the moment, live in the moment, and keep killing the game.